60,000 is brought to you in part by RP Funding. RP Funding Inc. is licensed and can offer loans in Alabama, Arkansas, Florida, Kentucky, Louisiana, North Carolina, Ohio, Oklahoma, South Carolina, Tennessee, Texas, Virginia, and West Virginia, and is also licensed by the Mississippi Department of Banking and Consumer Finance and by the Pennsylvania Department of Banking and Securities. Office is located at 500 Wonderly Place, Suite 300, Maitland, Florida, 32751. Telephone 321-397-4420. RP Funding's nationwide mortgage licensing system ID number is 70168, and Robert Palmer's NMLS ID number is 76197. Hey, we're saving thousands with Robert Palmer right here on the Saving Thousands Radio Network. If you're new to the show, welcome. Don't touch that dial because the next hour will make an impact in your life. Now, I said that with a lot of confidence, but it's true. A lot of people may say this hour could give you some great advice. No, this hour is guaranteed to bring you financial empowerment. It will give you the tools to get ahead And pretty soon, you'll be like that person on the TV commercial that walks into that automobile showroom and just takes over. Because when you listen to Robert Palmer, you're going to get new lessons each and every time that you listen to the radio, new guidelines, call it a GPS, if you will, to your financial empowerment. The difference between a 500 credit score and a 750 credit score is simply knowing the rules of the game. It's like learning to play chess. It's like learning to play tennis. If you're going to take over the management of your money and take charge of your finances, you'll learn the tips right here on this show. Many of you are like I was when I first met Robert Palmer. I was a financial zombie. I lived in fear of that phone when it rang that it could be a bill collector. I lived in fear of opening up the mailbox. It could be another late notice. I didn't like the place I was in financially. A zombie bounces from here to there with no clear direction. And too many of us do that with our money. But when we listen to Robert Palmer, when we listen to Robert's Saving Thousands rules and read the articles that are found on his websites, all of a sudden we take over. And it's not that hard to do. So we've got a great show, but I want to start off today, Robert, by helping everybody listening right now avoid ripoffs. So yesterday I was sitting uh, in a board meeting uh, for the Better Business Bureau. I'm on the board of directors for the Central Florida BBB, and I'm the director of the marketing committee because I know a little bit about marketing, apparently. And uh, and so this reminded me that early in the the radio shows, I mean, four or five years ago, one of the big things I used to encourage people to do was to to check out the reviews and check out companies. And we haven't talked about that in a while, so I want to go over that. That's going to be our next rule, uh, which is to you know to check out uh, check the references of companies you're going to do business with. Uh, you know, so if you are looking at, you know, getting into a new cell phone deal, if you're looking at getting a mortgage, if you're going to get a credit card, before you do that, I want you to check out the company, check their references. And so as I'm building the Saving Thousands credit card guide, we're doing that for you, right? We're going to check all these companies out. Mm-hmm. But the way we do this is we Google the name of the company or Yahoo. It what, is that even a verb? See, Googling has become a verb. I don't know that yeah. Yahooing. Yahooing sounds like sitting on your couch eating Cheetos, drink, you know, drinking a, a Mountain Dew. Up in the Ozarks, right? right. Uh, you're right. Yahooing. You're Yahooing. Look, at this, look at this Yahoo over here, whatever. <laughs> Yahooing. Right. So we're going to go with Googling. So I want you to Google the company name followed by the word scam, right? Google the company name followed by the word reviews. Google the company name followed by, uh, let's see, we've got scam reviews and what's my other one, Rob? Scam reviews and complaints. Complaints. And complaints, that was a big right? One. And so what will happen is all of these, so when you just Google a company's name, you, you tend to get like the good stuff, yeah, right? I mean, stuff. they, they kind of control what shows up then. Uh, but when you throw in complaints or reviews or scam, you tend to get a whole different set of stuff, right? And so this is stuff we need to check out. The other thing I think is important is Google the company name followed by BBB, right? So you can get their Better Business Bureau. You know, I, I think that the younger generation and a lot of people today, Rob, have kind of forgotten about the Better Business they Bureau, have. but it's such a powerful resource, uh, you know, to check out businesses because, you know, they 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 take the complaints, they get involved, they help get those resolved. I mean, it, it, it's a great process. That's why I got involved on their board of directors, because it's something I really believe in. Uh, and in the early days of RP funding, it was great for my business because when, when no one had heard of us yet, when we didn't have a brand yet, uh, we used the BBB credibility to overcome a lot of people's skepticism. Oh, you have no fees? This sounds too good to be true. I've never heard of you. You know, are you in a, you know, are you in some foreign country and you're going to steal my credit card number, right? <laughs> and we would say, hey, you know, check us out with the Better Business Bureau and you'll see. Uh, and so I, I think a lot of consumers uh, get resolution to issues when, when they work with it. Because if you have a Better Business Bureau uh, accredited business and, and they upset you, 
and you complain, they are going to deal with it because they don't want to lose their, their – they're being accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Uh, and then, two, even if they're not a member, there's a lot of complaints and things you can see. There's been a couple companies locally where, you know, based on these complaints, consumers missed and, and were able to avoid scams. Uh, things like some of the scammy timeshare resales going on oh, out yeah. there. Uh, some of the scammy foreclosure defense stuff that was going on out there. So uh, I think that's a good thing to Google as well. So that's going to be in our rule. We're going we're gonna to check their references, which means we're going to Google the company name followed by BBB or Better Business Bureau. Or we can just go straight to the Better Business Bureau website and check them out. Uh, we're going to put the company name and scams, the company name and complaints, and the company name and reviews. Mm-hmm. And and that's how we're going to check the references. And it's amazing how almost every entity out there, some stuff is going to show up, right? And what I would almost tell you is if a company doesn't have something negative, be fishy. I mean, you yeah. know, like be concerned. Like maybe they haven't been in business long enough to acquire. Because, look, you, you can't make everybody happy. True. Trust me, I, I try. We, I bend over backwards. We do so much with customer satisfaction reviews. You know, we we ask for a, a customer's, you know, we ask for a rating at initial phone call. We ask for a rating at closing. We base bonuses on those. We track it and we slice and dice the data. And I look for patterns and, and we still can't make everybody happy. It's just not possible. And so if a company doesn't have anything negative out there anywhere, then be be nervous if that company really does any business or really even, yeah. it really even is legit and exists because everybody, I mean, I, I believe everybody should have, some customer who wasn't just 100% happy, right? If you oh, yeah. if you look at a company and there's a thousand reviews and they're all five star, I mean, I'm just gonna not possible. I mean, there is not it's not possible because there see there are companies out there who will manufacture these reviews. This is another big thing. So they they call it reputation management. That's their fancy word for we're gonna make up a bunch of fake reviews to make your company look better. So you got to watch out for that too. Uh, and and so you know it, again we've got to use our brain. We've got to use our reasoning skills as humans. Uh, to figure out if something looks legit or not, but we've got to do this research, and, and you you can you can tell. I mean, you know what we're really looking for here when we're checking references is the slew of just ridiculous negative, right? I mean, just customer after customer who is complaining and upset and not getting resolution. You know, uh, an F with the BBB because they've gotten so many complaints oh. that they never answered. You know, these are the types of situations we're looking for when we're checking the references on businesses because you know if if we're shopping around but we're dealing with a scammy company, then that's not going to do us any good. You know, if we're, if we're waiting the three days, but at the end of the three days, we're going to go back and do business with a scammy company. That's not going to do us any good. So this this new rule of checking the references is very important uh, for my financial ninjas out there to make sure that, that we are not getting taken advantage of and that we are going to get the goods and services and the deal that we think there are. And, and you'd be amazed. This really applies heavily to financial services. Uh, you know, you know, if you right now, if you if some guy named Bernie Madoff approached you about investing with him and you Google his name and scam, you're going to get a, a whole Jeez. handful of articles that you could read to know better. Because, uh, I mean, there there could be some people out there who didn't hear about that. And, you know, obviously he's in jail, but you get my, you get my point. Yeah. Rob. You understand where I'm going with this. And 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 two, there there's people who maybe had issues in the past. Right. So uh, we we had this recently. We were checking a company out. And, and found a bunch of, of stuff from like four or five years ago. And this guy had like just come off of like a five-year ban from his industry, oh. you know. And, and again, it's just it's always good to do this research and check the references on companies. Well, I really like the BBB approach because, you know, as well as people filling their site with something good about themselves, there are people who will threaten you and say, hey, I'm going to come after you, Robert Palmer, and I'm just going to fill up all these complaints. But the Better Business Bureau having to vet these and investigate them knows where the truth is. Yeah, we, I, you know, I've been approached over the years by a lot of companies trying to sell, uh, you know, review sites or review places, mm-hmm. and, and that is the big concern. And I, I'm personally obviously very comfortable with the Better Business Bureau. It's why I very agreed to much. be on their board of directors uh, because over the over the six or seven years, we've had uh, a lot of haters, you know, usually competitors. I was going to say, you yeah. know, who would file false complaints about us, and the BBB does a great job of of saying, okay, well, do you this person never did business with you, or we can't even verify this person exists. And so that's nice where, where with a Yelp review or the Google reviews, you don't have that. I mean, and there's been a lot of stories in the news about this happening where a competitor will go file a bunch of negative reviews about against, you know, another car dealership or against a competing uh, company, whatever it is. And uh, it, it is, it's just, it's, it's amazing how there are always people who are going to try to take advantage of the system. And that's why we've got to be on our toes and we've got to be sharper consumers because that's the thing you've got to understand is the source you're looking at something you can trust, right? So we're talking about about checking reviews, 
Well, if the site that you're getting your reviews from isn't credible, <laughs> right, you know, then that doesn't do you any good. And that can go in both directions. Either the company is manufacturing their own, because you'll see this too. You know, there's some review sites out there that they're completely made up just for that company uh, so they can control the content. Sure. And on the flip side, you've got review sites who you've got a bunch of fake reviews that are negative from the competitor. Uh, the Better Business Bureau does a great job of, of weighing those out. Uh, and so, and again, this is, it's, it's as a consumer, it's using all this information and putting it together and trying to get the best picture possible of a company. Uh, but the more knowledge we have, the better off we are. And I think this is an important part of shopping around, of making sure we're getting the right credit cards, the right student loans, the right car loans, the right mortgages, uh, the right everything financial. If you're going to sign up for uh, credit monitoring, you know, uh, you, you check out MyFICO versus Credit Karma oh. versus, uh, you know, FreeCreditScore.com or, you know, whoever the guys mm -hmm. are that play the guitar on the, the commercials. Uh, you know, and see what other people's experiences have been. And if you put in these words, reviews, Better Business Bureau, scam, uh, all of that's going to give you a, a much better picture and some insight into those companies. Great advice from Robert Palmer. We do not want to get ripped off. Isn't that a terrible feeling when you know that some of your hard-earned money has been taken by somebody else and you have very little recourse, if any? Oh, that hurts. Well, follow Robert's advice and you're going to be looking good. Now, if you just joined the program, you missed a very important segment on avoiding ripoffs. But the good news is you can always go to our archives and you can listen to today's program. Just note the date and you can go back and replay the entire show. You can also get it on your smartphone. That's right. Every time that we do a live show, we take that show and we put it on the Saving Thousands radio app. And we put it on there by date. So you can simply go to your Play Store, download the Saving Thousands radio app absolutely free. And then at any time that you want to learn, I know that radio and a lot of our apps on our phones, you know, supply some really entertaining stuff. But how about taking time out of each and every day to empower yourself so you're in charge of your money? That is exactly what we do each and every day with our websites with our radio shows, and more. And Robert's working on three great books that I guarantee you are going to give you an even tighter hold on your financial world. Well, coming up on the show, we're going to talk about some of the Saving Thousands rules to success. We'll talk about refinance and some of the things you can do with a refinance. Robert Palmer will discuss getting our schools involved in financial empowerment. And we've got an Ask RP about how do you rebuild your credit after a divorce? Important stuff coming up in the show, so keep listening. But, Robert, back to you. That's it. That's it, Rob. All right, so moving on. Let's uh, let's do a quick recap of the Saving Thousands rules here. I got it. Is this the most recent version? I think they might be missing a couple. Let's see. All right, rule, so. num rule number one, always shop around. Yes, sir. This is a core competency of the show here. Uh, and so even if you're going to call us and, and, and try to take advantage of our no-closing-cost refi deal, I still mm -hmm. want you to shop around, right? You know, I, I don't care if you're getting a loan or, or getting a credit card from your mother. I still want you to shop around. It's rule number one. It's the most important rule we have. Always shop around. It is the number one way you can take power back as a consumer. Yes, it takes a little bit of work. Don't be lazy. Don't be a financial zombie. Rule number one, always shop around. We really need producer Dave to get us the Captain and Tennille song, Shop Around. All right. So we can play that when you say shop around. Let's do it. Work that out, producer Dave. <laughs> rule number two, know your numbers. All right. Credit score, home value, balances, interest rates. Interest paid the prior month. Uh, the credit card companies and, and mortgage companies and people go to great lengths to try to keep you from knowing your numbers, oh. right? To try to keep you from understanding what you're really paying in interest, what you're really paying in, in, in your uh, interest rates, what the monthly cost of that is. You got to know your home value. You got to know your credit score. As a financial ninja, you have to know your numbers because this truly does give you more power. No one can mm -hmm. take advantage of you. It's harder to take advantage of you when you know your own numbers. Rule number three is the three-day rule. And that is that a financial ninja is going to wait three days before signing for credit or making a major purchase, right? Uh, a lot of advertising, a lot of the financial smoke and mirrors is made to play on our emotions and get us to make decisions quickly before we have time to think about it. Uh, my best example for the three-day rule is you are in line at the department store and they're trying to get you to sign up for the credit card to get the 20% off. And you're going to simply tell them, I have to go home and think about this for three days. And if three days from now it still seems like a good idea, then I will come back and I will get your credit card. And they will say, but, sir, you're going to miss out on the 20% off. And I will say, well, I am very sure that when I shop here again, you will still be offering 
the same stupid 20% off if I sign up for a credit card. And I have to wait three days because I'm a financial ninja and because that is rule number three on the Saving Thousands Radio Network. So I have no choice. I have to deny, decline your card today. I cannot apply for it. I'm going home to wait my three days. The three-day rule will save you from making a lot of bad oh, snap wow. decisions, especially when it comes to credit and major purchases. Rule number four, don't abuse credit, but don't fear it either. All right, we're not going to abuse credit. We're not going to use credit to go buy things we can't afford, but we are not going to fear credit either. We are going to use credit to our maximum ability to take advantage of other people's money when we can get it interest-free. We've talked a lot about that this week here on the show. Uh, if you missed it, you can pop over to savingthousands.com uh, and hear this week's episodes. I did a lot on credit cards uh, earlier this week and uh, the grace periods and how to not pay interest for as long as 60 days, uh, which is a pretty significant amount of time to save interest. So don't abuse credit. Don't fear it either. That's rule number four. Rule number five we talked about earlier in today's show. If you know their tricks, they won't work, right? Mm -hmm. Trying to get you to sign up for a credit card in line at a department store when there are a bunch of people behind you in a hurry is a trick, right? You know how many people ask about the APR and the annual fee in line? They just don't. I'm going to say like nobody, right? right? Because you're off kilter. You're not in your element. Uh, if you know the tricks, they don't work. Trust me, they have lots of them. The financial services industry spend millions of dollars a year honing these tricks, uh, and then I get to destroy them in minutes, right? That's right. It takes them years and millions of dollars to come up with them. It takes me 45 seconds on the radio to expose them, which brings us again to rule number five. If you know their tricks, they won't work. Rule number six, spread your knowledge, all right? You have to educate your friends and family. I love that. All right, we, uh, for whatever reason, we don't like to talk about this stuff. We don't like to talk about if we have debt. We don't like to talk about credit card. We don't like to talk about interest rates. Uh, we have to spread our knowledge. We have to educate friends and family. Uh, you got to get them listening to the show. Uh, it's real easy to do on our iHeartRadio station. Just download the iHeartRadio app, put in savingthousands.com or savingthousands or Robert Palmer, either one. It'll pop up right there. We've got the blue logo with the microphone on it, Saving Thousands Radio Network. Uh, spread the knowledge. All right, spread your knowledge, spread the word. We need everybody to become financial ninjas so we can all fight back as a group. Uh, number seven, if you run or own a business, be transparent with oh. your your customers with your consumers. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, I reach probably 100, 120,000 people a week here on the radio. Mm -hmm. uh, if I reach business owners, then I then get to impact the lives of everyone who shops with them. So uh, I will tell you from my own experience, uh, running a business and putting consumers first and being transparent works. You will be more yes. successful. Please give it a try. Uh, it's also a requirement if you want to be a financial ninja with me here on the radio because that is rule number seven. Rule number eight, practice what you learn and always learn more. I am the perpetual student. I can always learn something more. Uh, so always learn more and practice what you learn. If you're just going to listen to me on the radio here and you're not going to do any of this stuff, if you're not going to shop around, if you're not going to know your numbers, if you're not going to wait three days, if you're not going to uh, not fear credit, not abuse it, if you're not going to know the tricks, if you're not going to do these things, uh, you can just flip over and listen to like some Hanson Umbop on another station, <laughs> right? That, that sounds like a much better use of your time than listening to me here talk about uh, how to become a financial ninja. Uh, so then we've got uh, Share Your Success. Uh, so this is a little different than sharing your knowledge. This is actually sharing your success. Uh, you know, so uh, my father-in-law was in town uh, a couple weeks ago. Right. And he shared with me that, uh, so he does it. He lives in Jacksonville. So up until recently, he couldn't get the show. And so he's been listening now. And uh, he has already shopped around for new car insurance. Good deal. And taken advantage of that because he listened to the show. Uh, and so by him sharing that success, that will motivate other people to do the same thing. Like, wow, this stuff actually works. Maybe I will give it a try. Uh, then we've got uh, check their references, right? So we're going to Google companies' names that we're going to do business with before we do business with them. And we're going to put in scam. We're going to put in reviews. We're going to put in BBB for Better Business Bureau, right? So Google uh, RP Funding Better Business Bureau. And that's going to land you right on my Better Business Bureau page. You know, Google whatever company scams, whatever company reviews, whatever company complaints, Check them out. Make a good, informed decision. Right. Now, Rob, I know we had two more rules that are not on this list, so I'm going to have to figure that out. I'm going to have to dig through my emails. Yeah, and so everybody out there listening, like, like this whole rules thing kind of came, uh, you know, like we didn't hire some consultant. Like I <laughs> didn't have time for us to get in a room and brainstorm this. This was like a series of emails over weeks. So like, like 3 right. in the morning I would wake up and be like, ah, that, that should be a rule. And so I would send an email uh, to my wife, Jill, and to Rob and to producer Dave. And then we, we compiled them all into the list. And, and so we're going to make this into like a nice, official, pretty document. And we're going to put it up there on savingthousands.com. There are two more that I don't have here in front of me that I'm going to have to go back and figure out because I, I know we were up to 12 or 13 rules. Yeah, we're getting up there. Uh, and, and so the, once I feel like we're done, once I feel like we've got them finalized, then, mm -hmm. you know, we're going to publish them. It's going to be cool. Like people can download it and 
make it their desktop screensaver or whatever they want to do. Uh, because the whole idea is if, if you follow these simple rules, uh, you will absolutely save money when it comes to personal finance. And none of this stuff is really that complex. No. I'm not sitting here telling you to learn how to, you know, hand calculate complex amortization schedules. You know, all this is stuff you can absolutely do. It's within your grasp. It's within your power. Uh, and we're going to teach you how to do it. And, and we're going to continue to reinforce this. And we're going to hold you accountable right here every day on the radio uh, to make better decisions, to not be taken advantage of, to know the tricks, to watch out for the tricks, to, to wait the three days, to shop around, to do all the things we're talking about. This is how you become a financial zo- a financial ninja. This is how we eradicate all the financial zombies out there. Because trust me, they, they all want, they want to make you into a financial zombie. I want to turn you into a financial ninja. I mean, that, that's what it comes down to. Hey, Robert, I didn't tell you in the pre-show meeting, but I got to tell you this story. On the way into the studio this morning, I'm going up and down the dial. I always try to listen to what other mortgage companies and banks are doing on the air. How are they advertising? How are they trying to bring in clients? Well, I heard a discussion between a real estate company, a rather large one, and a lender company. And evidently, this lender was the real estate company's preferred lender. You know, we've we've talked about that problem. But anyway, the discussion was... Somebody calls into the show and asks about how long it will take to get the mortgage and to move into the house. And the word TRID came into the conversation. Now, we've done radio shows about TRID. That's right. Folks, if you're unfamiliar with the term, TRID is a collection of regulations that was handed down to go into effect this past October. And really, the first major, major changes in the mortgage real estate laws since 1976 There's been a few changes along the years, but this one was major. TRID actually changed the order in which things are done. It changed the forms. It changed a lot of things about the mortgage industry. So, Robert, you're going to love this. Here are these people talking. And the first thing they say to the caller is, well, you know, since TRID came along, it's taking us between 60 and 70 days to close the loan. I almost went off the road because we talked about that in a recent show And even since that show, we've talked about it again, how when October came along, your company, RP Funding, had already been working in seminars and workshops and actually kind of laying out the paperwork while you were closing loans under the old system pre-October. By golly, you were also doing the paperwork anticipating TRID. So when the TRID deadline came, RP Funding was ready. And in the state of Florida, RP Funding was one of the top three in closing the first TRID loans. And folks at home, do you know how long it took? It didn't take 60 to 70 days. From the time of a distressed loan being applied for, a loan that had been in trouble with another company, couldn't quite close, Robert Palmer, RP Funding, took that loan, took the application, and closed it under TRID in 10 days. There's an advantage of doing business with a proactive company. Well, Robert, For the past several months, we've been talking about how easy it is to get a refi with RP funding because there's no lender fees and there's no closing costs. And the last time we talked about that, you had already spent well over $4.7 million. The question is, it's really none of my business, but how can you afford to do that? I would have written the check to the TV station and the radio station and the post office and to Google and the billboard company. Instead, I'm writing the check to the local county tax collector's office and the appraiser and the title company on your behalf so you don't have to. So I'm writing the same amount of checks. This $2.5 million, I was going to spend one way or the other. I was either going to give it to the media companies. Now I'm going to give it to you. So I didn't didn't lose anything. Well, what I lost is the advertising. And that's why I'm banking on the fact that the word of mouth we are getting from all the customers, like John, who had a great experience— and wanted to tell everybody at the table at Kobe how great of an experience he had, right? <laughs> I mean, this was—he was an awesome guy, Rob. I was so excited. I was so excited to meet him. And, and two, we're we're keeping his mortgage. I double checked that. Like, you know, we're not selling his mortgage off right nice. now. We're keeping like ninety-five percent of our conventional mortgages. We're keeping almost all of them. There's very rare instances where we're not keeping a loan. Uh-huh. So we're keeping like ninety-five percent of our conventional mortgages right now. Uh, but it was, it was just so great, great to meet somebody who listens to the show and who had done business with RP Funding. Really made my night. Uh, Jill and I just gotten back from vacation. We were doing a late dinner. I've got like a full beard right now because we were out of town. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so he, he almost didn't recognize me. My voice tipped him off. 
Uh, but yeah, it was really it was really cool to meet to meet a listener, and he was he was a really great guy, awesome guy. So you have like nine people around that table, and they're supposed to be watching the guy chop the egg into in the air and all that. Yeah, but no, they're listening to a commercial That's right. about RB That's funding right. from somebody they never met. So what I would tell you That's is so jo- great. John earned his piece of the two and a half million dollar advertising budget. You know he. He he told everybody at the table it was the real deal, you know, and and I think one of the ladies maybe already called in to refinance. I mean, so it, that I, I can see it working. Now again, does it work better if I happen to be at the table? Sure, but okay. I can see it working regardless. So you know, do, you know, don't don't miss this. This is not a completely benevolent gesture on my part. You know, I am giving this. I'm moving the two and a half million dollars in my mind from one advertising medium to a different advertising medium. Instead of giving it to traditional broadcast media for advertising, I'm giving it to clients. And those clients then have to become my advertising team, my word of mouth team. They've got to spread the word. So that's the bribe. That's the deal. I will pay all your closing costs when you refinance if you will then go tell all your friends how great it was. But did you have to break this to your company by doing it live on radio and you hadn't told your company yet? I, I did, yeah. So we, we told that story. So I when I when I came up with this idea, uh, I decided I would, I would roll it out on the radio live at 8 a.m. on a Saturday morning. Uh, instead of telling my chief operating officer and any of my executives, and and it was actually it was Ingrid's birthday, uh, the weekend that we rolled it out, and so poor Ingrid almost had a heart attack as she was listening to the show, and I'm rolling out this plan to take two and a half million dollars out of the advertising budget, cancel the billboards, cancel a bunch of TV commercials, and give that two and a half million dollars to my clients instead when they refinance their home loan over to RP Funding. Uh, but, but in the end, it's it's been great. She's well, now on she board. listens to the show. She, oh, she, yeah, she, she's always <laughs> listened to the. We're gonna have to get her on the show one day, Rob. Oh, we have to get to. her on here as a guest. So that's the deal. If you want to, if you want to be part of that, uh, Robert Palmer's advertising army, uh, I'm willing to bribe you to do that. Just give us a call at eight five five seven seven three eight six three four. Refinance your home loan to RP funding today, and I will bribe you by paying all of your closing costs out of my advertising budget. Uh, so you can be a part of the RP Funding Advertising Team, 855-773-8634. Let me pay all those closing costs. Let me save you thousands. And, Robert, if I may, I'll repeat that phone number one more time, 855-773-8634. Folks, make the call. There's no obligation by having a discussion with a licensed mortgage professional, especially right here at RP Funding, because let me tell you what, when you make the call, there's no hard sell. Nobody's going to try to add your name to any mailing list. You're going to get a courteous, customer service-based time on the phone where you can ask all the questions you want without any obligation and without worrying about getting hogtied into some sort of commitment. It doesn't happen. I guarantee you right now, if there was ever word of anybody in any of Robert's companies trying to finagle somebody into a deal, that person would be dismissed immediately because Robert Palmer is all about you, the consumer, all about helping you. And so that's why, in addition to the radio show, Robert has created several websites. And among those, the very first one, besides rpfunding.com, where you can apply for a loan, the very first one outside of that realm was savingthousands.com. Savingthousands.com. When you get that, you'll see a nice picture of Robert promoting various things that he's up to in the financial world to empower you. Also, if you go to the very top, you'll see some tabs up there that can escort you to any part of the economy you want. First, you'll see the rules. Well, that is your portal, your entrance to the Saving Thousands Rules to Success. Moving to the right, the next tab is radio shows. You can actually go through the archives of old radio shows and listen on demand. To the right of that, station listings. There's a nice map of the Southeast, and it shows you each and every radio station the carries saving thousands and of course the day and the time because different stations play us at different times. There's another nice tab up there called ask Robert. And when you ask Robert, he will get directly back to you. No obligation, no mailing list. He will simply answer your question. Now, oftentimes he will bring those questions to me and say, let's incorporate that in our next radio show. Because if you're asking about it, chances are, There are thousands of other listeners who are wondering much the same thing. And finally, along the top of the homepage, Home Value Hotline. If you click on that, that gives you a way to find out the precise value of your home like we talked about earlier. Well, I tell you what, let's move on with the show right now. And Robert, I know that one of your passions is helping kids, helping schools educate more of our young people about finances. I know you're not alone in that, and I know there's some good news to share. 
I tell you, Robin, that, that's why that's why rule number two is so important, right? Rule number two is that that you've got to share the knowledge I give you, right? Mm-hmm. And and so uh, it, it is. It's important, and you can't learn this anywhere. I had a great meeting with the uh, president of Junior Achievement, uh, you know, recently, and, and yes. you know, we talked a lot about this, and and they do a lot of these same types of things. They're an organization that's really dedicated to trying to bring some financial literacy education uh, to our school system, you know, and because it's something that isn't taught. We learn biology, we learn math, we, we learn all this stuff. <clears throat> we do not learn anything about credit scores, interest, financial stuff that we should know. And, uh, you know, it's breeding this whole culture of financial zombies because we just don't know any better. Mm-hmm. And you know who knows that we don't know? The big financial services the companies. They know, they know what we know and they know what we don't know because they spend all this money studying it and figuring it out. And then they're going to use that lack of knowledge against us. Knowledge is power, you know, and, and we don't have it. And, and this is so important. Because it affects every aspect of your life. Everything you do in one way or another is somehow involved with finance, whether it's interest, whether it's your credit score, uh, you know, borrowing money. Every Almost every decision you make day to day somehow plays back into all this, and we're just not taught it. You know, bank accounts, bank account fees, earning interest, paying interest, credit cards, student loans, car loans. And, and I love it. I love coming on here. I love sharing the knowledge, and I, I love the fact that I can take – I can take a career, you know, that started out with me on the wrong side of, of the consumer. You know, I mean, I, I was one of these scumbags. I worked for the big, I worked for the big mm-hmm. mega bank. I worked for the big, uh, the big billion dollar lender who, you know, who could care less about its clients. And I didn't know any better at the time. You know, I was this young hotshot kid, but I was one of these scumbags for a lot of years. And I feel like I owe it to the, I owe it to the general public uh, to do the right thing and to get out here and expose all the secrets and all the things that I saw happening from the other side of, of the table, you know, right. being being in the boardrooms when they had these conversations and, you know, and, and seeing what the attitude is and, and, and how this this whole idea of we're going to take advantage of consumers. And I hit a point where I just couldn't handle it anymore. And uh, and so when I opened RP funding, I was like, you know what, I'm either going to do it differently or I'm going to find a different career. <laughs> and, uh, and and lucky for me, you can do it differently and you uh-huh. can do right by your consumers and you don't have to charge junk fees and you don't have to be a, a vampire and try to suck the life out of every client and squeeze every nickel out of them that they'll give you. And you don't have to treat people like they're stupid. And you don't have to prey on people's naivety when it comes to this stuff. And and so now my, my goal is to get out and fix it. You know, I want to teach people. I want to show people uh, how they can be credit ninjas and how they can be financial ninjas, how they can fight back, how they can take advantage of the credit card companies, how they can make great decisions and shift the power back. Because as soon as you know what they're doing, it doesn't work anymore. You know, it doesn't work anymore. And knowledge is power, and that's what we're here to do. You know, I'm just wondering how many people in the audience right now, if they really analyze themselves, have stayed as a renter or stayed living with their parents or whatever because they're intimidated by the process because no one wants to enter anything and not feel like they're in control. And, you know, I remember my first house. Robert, it seemed like everybody from the first woman I met at the bank all the way through the closing was just telling me what to do. Heck, I was buying the house, but I had to work for them. Yeah, it is. You know, Rob, that's really the attitude uh, going along is that uh, it's so crazy. But so many people, oh, the consumer's too stupid. I mean, that, that's really that's really the attitude in so many facets of finance. And it, it, it drives me crazy. Consumers are not stupid. We're smart and we're going to fight back. And, and that's what this is all about. And if I can if I can give people the little bit of knowledge it takes to be able to fight back. And if I can if I can give you a set of rules to play by to level the playing field. And if I can get you to snap out of your financial zombieism and stop wandering around aimlessly, not making decisions, then we can shift this power back to consumers. And we've already started doing it right here in Central Florida. And we're going to expand this into into 27 more stations now and 100 stations by the end of the year. And I'm going to have a whole army of financial ninjas across the country that are giving these credit card companies a hard time and that are giving (laughs) these other mortgage companies and giving these student loan companies and giving these car loan companies and giving these big mega banks a hard time. And we are going to make a change. We're going to make them think twice about trying to take advantage of consumers. Once again, if you're just tuning in, you're saving thousands with Robert Palmer right here on the Saving Thousands Radio Network. Uh, A while ago on the show, I was talking about savingthousands.com, right? And I was talking about the tabs across the top of the homepage and how they can really be a benefit to you. Now, if you scroll down on that homepage, if you're not driving and you've got the web, you've got the site open at home, go ahead and scroll down and you'll see that there is a player where you can play recent shows we've recorded or done live. Also, there's a series of articles and you talk about empowerment. You talk about giving you information that can help you every day of your life, which is our goal. Well, some of these articles are so timely and so great. Here's one, the real story of student loans and their impact. Great article, well-researched, 
and one you especially want to become familiar with if you've got an up-and-coming student that's thinking about college after high school. You really have to read that article and make sure that the kids do too. Another article that's really, really being read on demand, how to use credit cards to your advantage. Or a third, refinancing your mortgage and saving money on your home. We could all use that. And here's the question that comes to Ask RP all the time. And that is, a zero credit card balance, does it help or hurt my credit? Should I leave a little bit of money on there? What is best for my credit score? Just some of the articles that you can read on demand right there at savingthousands.com. Well, Robert, what's next? Rob, let's go to the Ask RPs. Ask RP at 35353. That's 35353. That is the five-digit texting. I love the new technology. Ashley in Sarasota. Now, folks, you got to follow this, okay? It's like following the shell game in New York. Ashley says, Dear Robert, I was married for over 10 years and never really had credit in my name. I've always held a job, and I currently make around $50,000 a year. I am now divorced, and our home is up for sale. My portion of the proceeds from the sale will be about $19,000 when it's all said and done. How do I begin to build credit toward purchasing a home? So when you're saying no credit, Rob, like we just really none. I mean, nothing. the husband did everything, right? Okay. All right. Yeah. So, wow. so you're going to need to have some credit. Um, you know, with your 19000 down, we may be able to look at an alternative. Well, she doesn't have rent or anything. So what I was going to say is if you don't have a credit score, but if we can show rental history and we can show where you've paid your cell phone on time and utilities on time, even though they don't report to your credit, we can build an alternative credit file for you. Okay. And under certain loan programs and certain scenarios, we can use that to make you a loan. Um, she's probably not going to have utilities in her name because they were in his name. She's, yeah. I mean, probably not even the cell phone, probably probably nothing. And, and so what I would say is you're going to have to rent for a little while, unfortunately. Sure. But, but I think the, the plan is we want to get you out of renting as soon as possible. Um, you've got $19,000. That's good. Uh, and so one, you're going to want to put that money somewhere safe so you don't accidentally spend it. Right. Like, like I would, I would really encourage you to take that 19,000 and stick it in a CD or stick it in a money market account, stick it in an account that is not your normal checking account. Yeah. So you're not like out to dinner and you're like, Oh, I've got $19,380. Yeah. I can buy the lobster. Right. I mean, move that kind of get that money out of sight, out of mind. And you want to use that to ultimately get your family, get yourself back into a home. Now, uh, you may want to get a secured credit card. That's what I mean. Okay. She's got the money in the bank, yeah, right? Exactly. So when you, when you go to a little bank or credit union and you say, hey, I'm going to put this $19,000 in a CD, I would like a credit card. All right? They can actually secure that credit card by the $19,000. Uh, and this way, they don't take a risk because chances are with you not having a credit score, they're not going to want to give you a credit card. No one wants to be that first one in to the pool. Yeah. Uh, but, but if you give them $19,000 of your money in a savings account or a, a new market account or a CD, now they're willing to give you a credit card for a couple thousand bucks because they can't lose because they have 19,000 of your money and mm -hmm. then they're going to give you a credit card for three to five. I would, I would shoot for like a $5,000 credit card uh, in that case, right? So that you have a good balance. I wouldn't go crazy, but have a good balance. Then use it and pay it off and use it and pay it off. Uh, she's probably going to need a vehicle. You know, this is another thing to figure out. Yeah, uh, what's she yeah. going to do vehicle wise? So maybe a little bit of that 19,000 has to go toward a down payment on a vehicle. Uh, so if you get the secured credit card first, I don't know. I don't know if your current vehicle situation can get you by, but if you could wait a couple months to buy the car until that secured card has had time to report, uh, what the other thing you can do is uh, uh, at the credit unions they can sometimes give you a signature loan. So actually, you get two credit lines. So you get you get your credit. So we take the nineteen thousand and stick it in the CD, right? And then we say, okay, I would like for you to give me a five thousand dollar credit card that's secured by that CD, and I would also like you to give me a five thousand uh, dollar signature loan, right? That's secured by that. And so it's just like a five thousand dollar loan that it's, you know that you're going to pay back over three to five years. Maybe a ten thousand dollar loan there, and you use that ten thousand dollars to then go buy a car. Uh, the key is put your nineteen thousand in the CD, and then have them loan the money back to you to do the things you need to do. So if you decide you want to buy a car, you could take five or ten, you know, fifteen thousand out of there and use that money to go buy the car. And now you have two trade lines: you have the credit card trade line, and you have the signature loan trade line. So this will very quickly, within six to nine months, you'll have a credit score as long as you pay it on time, use it responsibly, and you could theoretically be buying a house in 12 months. So you go lease an nice. apartment for 12 months, and at this point now you'll be able to get a regular credit card and a regular car loan, so then you can pay those other loans off, get your 19000 back out of your CD, and go buy a house. So that's that would be the 12-month plan to go from zero credit to hero credit uh, would be the, the two— the, the two secured credit lines, a credit card and a credit line, which a local credit union is a great place to go for that. Uh, if I was in the Tampa area, I would go to mid-Florida. If I'm on the Orlando side, I would go to Fairwinds, uh, and I would give them my 19000 get the two, get the credit line and the credit card, both secured, 
pay them on time, use them responsibly, and watch my credit score shoot up into the 700s from nowhere. All right, Robert. And again, if you ever have a question for Robert Palmer, simply go to savingthousands.com. Across the top of the homepage, you'll see a place where you can click Ask RP, and you'll get an answer on the air. You'll also get an answer in person. And again, you're not obligating yourself to anything. Your name is not going to be sent out to some big farm that sells names and real estate list. That doesn't happen in the Robert Palmer family of companies. Oh, it happens with a lot of these other companies that are supposedly furnishing you with information you need, but it doesn't happen here. I want to go back to savingthousands.com and kind of continue our tour, if we may. Below those articles that you can click and read, there are four different departments you can visit. One is the Mortgage Guide. It's a useful resource providing detailed step-by-step advice on going through a mortgage. Number two is, well, you sometimes spend an hour with us, but sometimes you want something a little bit shorter and a little bit right on the point of one topic. Well, that's where you get the money minute. So each and every day when you go to savingthousands.com, just simply click on money minute on the homepage and you'll get a one minute version of Robert's teachings. All right. Also, the financial ninja guide. Learn how to become a saving thousands financial ninja. And by way of explanation, that means, you know, many of us start out as financial zombies. Let's face it. We're going from late notice to calls on the phone from people saying you're behind on your bill. Please pay. You know, so you're just bouncing from obligation to obligation with no plan. Well, how about taking over and going from that ninja bouncing around, not sure of where he is or where she is in the credit picture and in the bill picture and taking over, becoming the master of your finances And it's very, very easy. And finally, there's a place where you can click to go to Saving Thousands on iHeartRadio. Well, Robert, I have a note here from one of our daily listeners who wants you to talk more about rule number seven. Yeah, so for any new listeners, rule number seven is uh, my recommendation that you own real estate, own a home sooner than later. Uh, And and I'll tell you where this comes from. is Everyone I talk to, uh, no one says I want to die renting, right? No one says (laughs) I'm going to rent from now until the end of my time. No one thinks that way, but most people will push it off. Well, I'm going to rent for now. I'm going to rent for until I get a better job. I'm going to rent until I get my credit score up. I'm going to rent until, until, until. Uh, and what happens is you end up procrastinating. And the longer you push off, uh, the higher home prices are going to be. And that's a, that's property appreciation you could have had. And instead it's money you're going to lose. So, so think about that. If you could have bought a home in 2010, right, for 200000 today that same home is probably worth 240000 Right. Wow. So the person who bought it at two hundred, he's now made forty thousand dollars. The person who decided to keep renting and not buy now has to pay an extra forty thousand dollars for that house. So you're talking about an, that's an eighty thousand dollars swing. Is mm-hmm. there between having an extra forty thousand or having forty thousand less? Right. Go up forty or go down forty. I mean wow. that that's what you're looking at by continuing to be a renter by continuing to be a tenant. You missed out on the chance to make the money. Plus now you have to pay the money. So it's a, it's a double whammy. And and it's this simple. If it's the fear, which for most people it is, you know, mm-hmm. the, the, we've done studies, the Mortgage Banker Association has done studies, the National Association of Realtors has done studies. Uh, and the number one reason that people aren't buying homes is fear. Right. And and I, I want to talk about that fear. You know, I, I want to talk about the fact there's really not much to be afraid of here. Uh, I personally, so I bought my first home uh, right after I turned 18. And mm. uh, throughout my, my early career, there were some ups and downs. And there was actually, <laughs> there was one point in my life where I had to move out of that home uh, and rent it out. I couldn't afford it, mm-hmm. right? And, uh, you know, I couldn't afford it. It was a point when things were really tough for me in my career in the early days. And so I actually went and lived with a friend for like seven or eight months and rented my house out during that time period. Mm-hmm. And so what I will tell you is that the by owning the home, I actually had more flexibility because I ended up making money on the rental, right? And so it helped support me through a downtime. And so where a lot of people see owning a home as an anchor, right, or as handcuffs, as chain, as a ball and chain, is something that's going to hold them down. I would argue that it actually gives you more flexibility in life because now you have the option to live there yourself. Mm-hmm. You have the option to rent that home to someone else. You know, you can sell that home if you want to. You have the power and the control, whereas a, a, a renter, as a tenant, you don't have any of those options. You don't have any of that control. The landlord can decide tomorrow they want to kick you out and sell that house, or they can decide they want to raise your rent by three or $400 and, and when your lease is up and you can't do anything about it. And so what I, what I would encourage people to do is, and this is the whole reason for rule number seven, the idea of owning real estate sooner, not later, is to go ahead and get in there and, and put down some roots, 
uh, begin to own property, let that property appreciation, uh, you know, if you look at over historic times, Rob, even in the worst of times, we still see a slight property appreciation that keeps up with inflation. So the home values are not going to go down. Mm -hmm. And if you even look for most areas, we've caught up to where we were at the at the peak. Yes. You know, I mean, so so even when you take the worst recession and worst property crash in our lifetime into account, most people still have had positive appreciation on their properties. Uh, and so the people who get in with the right type of mortgage, right? We're not talking about those toxic adjustable rate mortgages that got everybody in so much trouble back in 2005 and six. True. What we're talking about is today's safe 30-year fixed rate mortgage. And when you buy a home with a safe 30-year fixed rate mortgage, and then you follow my advice, which is as soon as it's financially possible, refinance down to a 15-year. What is that? Rule number 15, Rob? I think that's rule number 15. Yes, buy indeed. Buy the home with a, 30, mm -hmm. with a safe 30, you know, no arms, no interest onlys, no tricky loans. Buy the home with a safe 30-year fixed rate mortgage, and then as soon as you're financially able, refinance it to a 15-year mortgage so that you can get the lowest rate possible and pay it off quickly and really start to establish net worth and equity and value in that home. Uh, a gap, the equity is the gap between the value of the home and the amount you owe. And so when you're able to go from a 30-year to a 15-year mortgage, you're cutting years off the back. You're now putting more money every month toward lowering that balance to increase your equity. Meanwhile, the home value is going up like they always do historically, and you're starting to build serious wealth. And that's how we build wealth in this country. And so I want people to not be afraid, right? right. And, and so my part in this, because again, I'm always trying to figure out how can I help, right? You know, what, mm -hmm. what can I do to make this easier for people? What can I do to make this better for people? And my way to help in this uh, is to give you a way to find out, to take the fear out, to see if you can qualify to be a homeowner without any obligation, without any application fees, without any anybody staring down their nose at you, making you feel small, you know, the way some of these banks and, and mortgage oh, companies go terrible. about qualifying people, it's, you know, they want to make you feel like a second class citizen. And the psychology behind this is, is they know when they make you feel worse about yourself, they can overcharge you. Oh, yeah. Because now you just feel grateful uh, to get the loan. So now they can overcharge you. And, and so this is, a, this is a psychological trick companies use. They, they make you feel worse about yourself so they can then turn around and charge you a bunch of fees, a bunch of points, whatever it is to pad their pockets. Well, one at my mortgage company, we don't charge any lender fees, period. So nobody's going to try to pad their pockets by making you feel worse about yourself. So what that means is we don't have to play those games. Mm -hmm. We can just give you a good, straight-up, honest answer. And and you can call us and for, for free, right? There's no cost. There's no obligation. There's no shaming. There, there's no one talking down to you. We're just going to help you make a decision in life, make a determination if you can qualify to buy a home so you can take advantage of all these great benefits I'm talking about. The benefits of building equity, the benefits of having control of your month-to-month your -month payments, having control of your destiny because it's your piece of property. You're the landlord now if you decide to rent it out, and now someone else is making your mortgage payments. If you decide to live there, great. Now you're paying your own rent. You're making your own mortgage payments. Sure. You're not putting the money in somebody else's pocket. You can reduce the balance. You can build equity. You can build wealth. And it all starts with buying a home. And the first tick, the first thing I want you to do, the first step in becoming a homeowner, right? If you're afraid, I, I know, I get it. It can be scary. There are people out there right now who wish they could be a homeowner, but they're just too afraid to take that first step. So my goal is to make that first step as easy as possible for you. And that's how I've structured things. That's how my loan officers have been trained. We will talk to you for free with no obligation. Uh, we will talk you through it. We will make you feel comfortable. We will help you understand if home ownership is right for you, if it's something within your grasp right now, and if it's not, what are the steps you can take to get there? All you have to do is pick up the phone and call us. I don't want you to be afraid. I don't want you to be scared right now. You know, on the off chance that we can't help you, that's okay. I don't want you to worry about that. You know, it, most likely we're going to say yes. But if we don't, I don't want you to be freaked out about it. I don't want you to be scared about it. I just want you to pick up the phone right now and find out if you can be a homeowner. And it's one simple call to 855-773-8634. That's 855-773-8634. 855-773-8634. We will help you determine what kind of payment you can afford what kind of house you can get for that payment. We can put you in touch with the right real estate agents. We can help you determine areas to look in. We're here to help you every step of the way. And it all starts with that simple phone call to get your pre-approval today, to find out if you qualify to buy a home, to find out if you can be a homeowner, to find out if homeownership is within your grasp at 855-773-8634. That's my company, RP Funding, NMLS license number 70168. We are a Florida licensed mortgage lender. We're licensed in Mississippi and Tennessee and Kentucky and a lot all of other places too. 855-773-8634. Give us a call. Let us hold your hand and walk you through it. Let us get you to the finish line on homeownership. 
855-773-8634. You know, one of the things I've found by being around this company as long as I have, Robert and I have been on the radio together for seven years, but also now that I've moved my headquarters to Robert's headquarters, I am finding that if somebody comes in here and they're working with a mortgage officer, and then I happen to end up in the elevator when they're leaving, one of the things I'll say to them is, well, how was your day? And they'll always say, if I would have known it was this easy, I'd have done this before, you know, or, hey, I was told a year ago I couldn't qualify by a mortgage company down the street. But when I came back to RP funding, they said, well, let's look at your credit report. Let's look at what we can do over the next few months to get you qualified. There are things you may have done. Maybe you fell a trap, fell into a trap that Robert tells you about on this radio show. Maybe you fell prey to some predatory lender, but we can get you through that here at RP funding. And I kind of say we, because I feel like part of this organization. And it's very important to me that if you're paying north of $800 a month in rent, that you get rid of that and that you get your own home where, as I always say, Robert, they can put a nail in the wall without asking permission or they can paint a wall and they don't have to worry about them or put a swing set in the backyard and have something where your kid's notch is in that doorway when they were only four foot and then five foot. And then they, they dress for the prom in that living room and that's where that picture is. That is what we call legacy, everybody. And you don't build up a legacy in an apartment. You don't. You don't. We're here to help. We're here to talk you through this. We're here to hold your hand and take you through getting approved for a home loan every step of the way. Kick the fear aside, right? Kick kick the, the self-doubts aside. Kick those limitations aside and pick up the phone and call us. Let us approve you for a home loan. Let us help get you on this path. Let us show you what it looks like to own a home and what those benefits can be. 855-773-8634. 855-773-8634. That's 855-773-8634 or visit rpfunding.com. Well, that hour of empowerment flew by and I can't wait till we can sit down and do it again right here on the Saving Thousands Radio Network. I would like to thank this radio station. You see, we looked long and hard at all of the markets where RP Funding and the Robert Palmer family of companies is active. And we looked through those markets to find the best ways to get a hold of the audience that we know is looking for information, is looking for empowerment. And it seems like in every city, in every area, you'll find a radio station, maybe even a TV station, a periodical of some sort. This kind of the must do for people who really want to get ahead in life. Maybe they want to know more about medical or the law or financial planning. But here is where we chose to be where we chose to call our radio home this very station so we could talk to you. So we want to thank the folks on this station. You'll notice that during the hour, there's very little room for commercials. That is because during the Robert Palmer segment of the hour, there are no commercials. There may be a few before or a few after, but we believe in financial empowerment so much that we want to make sure that the message is there. And we don't want that message clouded by anyone else's advertisements. So that's why we do the show the way we do it, all right? Now, there's some other ways that you can become empowered. The radio show is one. The Saving Thousands radio app from your Play Store absolutely free is number two. The channel on iHeart, iHeart Radio, simply put in the search engine, Robert Palmer, okay? You can also go to savingthousands.com, great website. A sister website to that is a state of eyes, a state of eyes, and a third website would be Real Prospector. Yep, we give all those to you each and every day, updated every day for your financial empowerment so you can save thousands with Robert Palmer.